Hey, Charlemagne the God. You're not going to say your name? You're just going to sit there? I thought there? your name is Lenard. On Lenard. Here. Lenard. Hi. Lenard. See the God. McKelvey. It's Angela Rye. What's happening? Uh, Our sibling rivalry. Another- this is like... Where is our we, We're like quarterly now We doing what we can though We, we really busy better. And we're not we on the same coast We need to do better You in LA I'm in New York I'm in DC sometimes You go to DC Yes to go holler at my folks Like Senator Tim Scott You know what I'm saying Those great is conservatives Is that what you're doing? Yes That's what I've done A couple of times What has Tim Scott done for you? That's how That's how we gonna start Tim Scott, is, Tim Scott actually is looking out Doing Doing, what? doing a lot Tim Scott cares about South Carolina And he cares about the black community In South Carolina Oh my god Do I'm, you know that he's supporting Trump judicial picks? Yes I do But I think I think that he's one of those people Who uh, Who I'm bringing all, who, I hope who, you know that you are literally Giving me all the ammunition I'm with I you I think, he get, I think he's one of those people Who gives a little To, 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 get, to get Get some I think that he gives a whole lot to get a little. Don't all that is incrementalism, which is what we were just talking don't about. Don't all party people though? Come I on, mean, let's be I free. Just, no, 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 no. Yes, I feel like he he is far more egregious because the types of people that Tim Scott supports, including the president, he didn't even vote to remove Donald Trump when he knows that dude was wrong as two left shoes. No Republican did except for Romney. But I'm just saying that Tim Scott should have at least voted his racial interest. No, you know why? Because Democrats fall in love, Republicans fall in line. Well, you know what? And y'all fall in love with people who don't do shit for us. Well, you just, speaking of, Tim Scott. Nope, Tim Scott has gotten some things done as far as black legislation. Opportunity Zone legislation, the Black Farmers Initiative. Hey, I'm just... What Black Farmers Initiative did he support and which one was he helpful on? Because it wasn't with the the Pickford settlement. I don't know anything about a pig. Okay, but I do know... (laughs) And and Tim has introduced me to some people who... I'm not caping for anybody. I'm just saying that I've seen firsthand some things that Tim has done, at least for the state of South Carolina. Give me my third one. Uh, the third one is he introduced me to somebody that is going to be very helpful in some future endeavors that I have going but that on. Is but here's the thing. I don't care about people's politics. That's my thing. I care oh, about I my care. interests. I no. care about both. No, I don't. Because if your no, politics I don't. conflict with my interests, if your politics cause me to fall on a sword, if your politics cause me to sacrifice what's in my best interest long term, I have a problem with you. No, that's not true. No, 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 no. But what not if you, but, but the person. But what if that individual whose politics you don't agree with the interest your interest they can help you uh, grasp and, and you can help empower your community for, I, I for years for that. decades to come I agree with that but I think that if you are cool with Tim Scott and you have not at least challenged him on the judicial oh. picks that he is um, falling in line we've definitely with, had those conversations what did he say I mean I don't think you that's for yeah it. I don't think that's for you know public consumption but we've definitely had those conversations. Okay. Well, but what about what about Democrats? Democrats fall in line. Talk about one more. Wait, before we yes. go to South Carolina, I just want to shout out Jamie Harrison, who's running, running for, for Senate, the Senate yes. against Lindsey Graham and is killing it. I hope he wins. I really hope he wins. I hope that um, party people and non-party people and black people from both parties in South Carolina would support Jamie Harrison and really turn out in November so that he can defeat Lindsey yeah. Graham. I'm going to have him on Breakfast why. Club. I'm going I'm, I'm to try to help him. He's uh, a podcast. You and Jamie? Yeah. Jamie's, it's supposed to be in LA. I heard he's dope. A lot of people ride with him. He is. I've known him since the Hill. We call each other thought partners. because Thought partners? Thought. T-H-O-U-G-H-T. You, you said thought partners. Yes, that's what a thought was before I thought. 
I think you might need to change that to maybe intellectual individuals. But Jamie, just like you, is is truly like my brother. And every time we sit down, this is what we do. Well, say y'all have a cerebral connection. Because thought partners sound crazy. That's not the right thought, you jackass. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. You, Y'all on the you hill getting it in. No, that's not what we were doing <laughs> That's what it sounds all. like. That's not what we were doing. The point is that we... It gets stressful on the hill, I understand. Good. That's fine, but that's not what it is. It's brain thinking partners. There you thinking go. Thinking partners, thought partners. Anyway, he's one of my favorite thought partners because we are always trying to figure out ways to make things better for the culture, talk about what's wrong with the party and changing it. He's mm-hmm. just dope. So yeah. All right. today is Super Tuesday. We're putting this out on we Super Tuesday. With wellness, we needed a wellness moment. Today. I think we should get right to it because today is the day Fine. that people should go out and vote. Where are you registered to vote at? I'm registered to vote in Washington State. Where okay. I was born and raised in Seattle, Washington. So you're not y'all not Mailing a part of Super Tuesday. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. It's next next Tuesday, March 10th. Why are all the Democratic candidates so trash? Okay, that I'm not answering. My nose is about to run. I need a tissue. It's right here. Where's where's your tissue at? Why don't you want to answer the question about the Democratic candidates being trash, though? See, that's the problem. We lying to the people. They're uninspiring. Stop. Stop. Listen, I think that it's important for us as human beings who talk about mental wellness, who are trying to become our better selves every day, not to call another human being trash. Okay, well, their policies and their ideas are trash. They're definitely lackluster. Yes. And um, what I would say to you is, what was the question again? Why? Well, let me rephrase it. Yeah. Why are the Democratic candidates so uninspiring? Um. Yeah, I don't know, but I can I can tell you I agree with you in a lot of ways. Um, the person who is still in the race who I'm most impressed with is Elizabeth Warren. Why because her black agenda is trash? I like um, it's that, that same rising all, rising tide no, lifts all I don't boats think it's bullshit. Tide lifts all boats. I think that um, Elizabeth Warren I like and appreciate because I believe she really listens to us. Um, there are a number of black women who work on her campaign. Okay, who, I like to hear that. Yeah, who are not just like um, figureheads or in certain roles. She listens to them. Um, and I like the fact that she really has consulted people in developing her plans for everything. I mm-hmm. think that she's had some missteps. I think that she um, definitely could have used some additional work on her black agenda, but she supports reparations, not just a plan or a study. She supports reparations. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care about that. Okay, I do. She supports HBC. Because you, know that, 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 you know that'll never happen. I don't agree with that either. They used to say that about a public option for health care. Now every single candidate is talking about a public option for health So you think that this government, this government will one day cut black people a check that will put enough black people in a, in a position of economic power? You really believe that? Here's what I really believe. Mm-hmm. I believe that if black people really truly begin to embrace our power politically, economically, and otherwise, we can absolutely hold this government, the very one that stole our labor and never, never paid us, um, accountable to pay reparations and to ensure that there are social equity programs that exist in every industry for every school, for every local government. Slave owners <laughs> on the state and local and federal level were paid reparations. So, yes, I think that there is time for us to have um, an equitable. You said the owners, though. The owners. Yes, that's the white man. That's white that, people looking out for the white saying, people. They ain't never saying, looking out for us. 
okay, I'm not expecting them to look out for us. I'm expecting us to trust in our power enough to look out for us. I'm just tired of us embracing things that make us feel good as opposed to embracing things that could actually make us good because the idea of reparations makes us feel good. So it's just really a talking point that somebody has to say. I don't, I don't. Even when they say the study of HR 40, why do you got to study it? I agree with that. It shouldn't just be a study. And that's why Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, this iteration of the bill goes beyond a study. It is about a commission to come up with proposals for, and that's beyond a study. I still don't think that's sufficient. If they're studying how much we're owed. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that just is what, what, what is what does the study mean? Like no, we know it, it what is to... um, proposals that would make the most sense. So a lot of people have talked about, oh, we can't. Like Bernie Sanders was saying initially, he was opposed to reparations because he didn't support a check going to someone, which also is asinine because it, that should be our right too. But this is about ways to ensure that um, reparations actually occur community by community for us. So it's supposed to be going beyond the traditional. Um, approach that people will see, which is like a check. Okay, so you like Elizabeth? Um, I've, I've studied because I'm only voting my interest in 2020. Good, my interest, my interests are the economic empowerment of Black people. Yep. I read her Black Agenda. To me, it seemed like it was a part of a larger overall agenda, and it's yep. more of a trickle down thing. And I hate the trickle down yep. thing because it's the good guy, the good brother Van Jones said mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, a rising tide. You know, doesn't lift all boats because black people's boat has a has a hole in it. I think we don't have boats. Damn. I don't think we have boats. I think that we have been forced to swim in a rocky, tumultuous sea Oof. When, without a boat, without even, you know, the little air muscles that you learn how to Oof. swim with? Like, just to, like, fend for ourselves without ever taking a swimming lesson. So shit, we need a boat first. And you I know, do agree, and, we, and that's what reparations does. No, reparations to, okay. gives you a boat first. That's what, to me, that's what black agendas that are focused on economic empowerment for the black community yeah. does. I agree. So I'm not saying that I disagree with you. I agree with you that there should be proposals for an economic agenda. The other thing, though, I want to hold us accountable for why we're expecting people who have never walked in our shoes to come up with an agenda that solves our problem. That's a fact. What's the young lady name? I'm about to go there. Okay. So this um, past Friday, we had a live podcast. Well, not we. You didn't come, even though you were in L.A. Yes, you I was, were. I was doing me. I had meetings. I don't care. I got, you, I'm trying to get my own reparations. I need to buy a boat. Well, anyway, okay. you could have learned about a boat if you would have came to the podcast. Yes. So Alicia Garza, who's a co-founder of Black Lives Matter and also founded Black Futures Lab. Black Futures Lab is a super dope entity that um, re- to that talked to 30,000 black people in the country. The largest black um, survey in 150 plus years. Talked to them about what their interests were and then developed an agenda from those conversations. So to see and to hear black people from all economic levels, from every geographical region in the country, is exactly what we should be expecting candidates to do. Before they come and tell us what our solution is, they should be talking to us about what we need. I agree. And so the fact that Alicia took it upon herself with um, Black Futures Lab to do just that is incredible. And what we need to be doing instead of like, where is so-and-so's Black agenda, is make them sign on to support the agenda Alicia has. Yeah. That's what we could do. So I don't care if they have a Black agenda or not. They need to support this one. One. Yeah. You know, that, this one I know is in the interest of all of us because they talk to so many of us. I agree with what's in there. The yeah, only she- thing I'll say is I think that the reparations section could use additional work. Like I would love for them to talk to like Wes Bellamy, who came up with the social equity pa- package in Charlottesville, Virginia, when he was still vice mayor. 
that should be incorporated in there. And I don't think that Alicia's point was, this is exhaustive. I think she was like, this is a starting point for us. Yeah. You know? Black yeah. people are old. It's just a matter of what that looks like. Yeah. That's all. I, um, I wanted to ask you a question. How come we cannot ever have conversations about individual candidates? Not even candidates, but just yeah. individual initiatives these candidates have presented without being called a surrogate? Because, for example, if I say, oh, no. if I'm on CNN and I say I like the Douglas plan. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, you're endorsing Matt Pete. I'm like, no, I'm not. I said, I like his Douglas yeah. plan. If I say I like Bloomberg's Greenwood Initiative, yeah. oh, yeah, how could you endorse Bloomberg? He didn't stop at first. I'm not endorsing Bloomberg. I'm endorsing yeah, his you're plan. You're talking about the things that they're presenting that you think are worth that or that are valuable or worth looking at. I agree with you. I think we live in such a polarizing um, society right now that um, people just can't get their heads out their asses. It, like, for example, Every time I post a new podcast or was posting a new podcast with a presidential candidate, people would be like, that was my phone, I think. People would say, um, where is so-and-so? Oh, you endorsing so-and-so now. Like, on every single post, you can go back and look. And for the most part, the ones that are like, where's your one with Biden? Where's your one with Bernie? I started telling them, ask your candidate. Because they're the ones that aren't confirming. You know what I mean? Mm. They're the ones that I can't book. So ask them. Um, anyway, but yeah, I think that's super frustrating, especially because people, one of the, um, the, the things that I'm doing now is this app called community where I can text people to engage with me directly. Mm -hmm. The question they're asking the most is like, who are you supporting? And it's frustrating for me right now to be like, I still really don't know. I'm supporting ideas, not individuals. But you have to vote. Who you, who would you vote I mean, to be honest Are you registered to vote South Carolina? No, I'm registered in New Jersey actually. Cause the first time I ever voted was for Barack Obama. Oh. And, you know, I made them. I'm not going to say I made the mistake. I just didn't know. I was new to politics. That was the first time I ever voted, period, local, you know, on, on, a, on a national level. And I voted because I liked the person. Yeah. I voted because Barack, everybody, Barack was a wave. Like, the culture was behind Barack. Yeah. Jeezy had my president is black. Jay-Z was talking about Barack. Barack was a wave. Barack was on people's outfits. We had Barack Heck jackets. Yeah. Like, he was a wave. I voted for an individual and not my interests. I, right? listen, I, and so, I, so now I, I'm listen, all about voting my interests. I'm going to say this. I do think that there were places where Barack Obama could have been way stronger. If Barack Obama was on the ballot today, there would still be no question in my mind that that's where I'm going. Yeah. I think my approach would be different, though, because I wouldn't expect the black per the black president to act as a black or civil rights activist. I would still know that's my that's my responsibility. So I would still vote for him today. There's no question, especially in this field. No question. Well, explain to me this. Yeah. Why do Negroes like Joe Biden? Why? Well, I think that... He ain't shit without his homeboy, Barack Obama. I, well, he's... And he, I think he might know that. That's why he's clinging to him. He wrote the 94 crime bill, yep. which caused mass incarceration for so many black and brown people. Won't even admit that it was a mistake. Won't apologize for it. And has presented nothing to oppose that. He has no black agenda. Yeah, I think um, there are a number of things. One is, um, I think there's certainly um, a divide by age. I think that there's a geographical divide on support for Joe Biden. I think that there are a lot of people um, in the Dem Democratic Party that feel like we want to go with the safer option and they know he's been around enough to know exactly what they're going to get. Um, with the crime bill, you know, Joe Biden keeps referring to the fact that like, well, the Congressional Black Caucus supported this bill, which is true overall. But there were members like 
Maxine Waters and Bobby Scott and some others who were like, we actually can't sign on to this and are not voting for it. So I think you should be careful with attributing that to all CBC members. Putting it on all the black people. Blaming the 94 crime bill on black people. Well, and part of that is fair because there were mayors too who asked for that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that it should have been done in that way. And I think the challenge I have with how he's talking about the crime bill right now is he doesn't sound apologetic about it at, at all. all. He would lock you niggas up tomorrow. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's, it sounds, it sounds, it's it's scary to me. And why do we love him? Why is the media acting like he's the only electable candidate? I understand that the Democratic establishment yeah. hates Bernie Sanders. Yeah. But why are they acting like Joe Biden is so electable and can beat Trump? He's only won one primary. What 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 are they seeing yeah. that I'm not seeing that makes them well, think America loves Joe Biden so here's much? Here's the credit that I think, th- huh? Oh, Sorry, I'm not talking into the mic. How's that, Tim? Is that okay? I got a kiss to mic. Can you hear me now? Um, two people with glasses look at each other. How does that... Can y'all see? Like, no, I had to look all the way over there. Did okay. you see that? I ain't got no privilege like got Tim. Um, I think that... Um, what'd you ask me? I asked you why do people How like Joe Biden? an interview? It's supposed to be a conversation. It is a conversation. I'm saying what you I think and you say what you think. Yeah, why do people like him so much? And why do people think he's he's so electable when he hasn't even won a primary? Oh, so I was going to say to this point specifically, um, Joe Biden, they're deeming electable because he was at least a part of a ticket that won twice, right? Barack Obama. Before there was a Barack Obama presidency, um, Joe Biden won several successive terms in the United States Senate. And um, he did not win a presidential election, right? But... um, I think that that's what folks are banking on. The other thing that they're banking on right now, and this is what we were talking about before we started, there's this human decency factor that folks are starving for right now. Joe Biden is um, someone who has experienced a ton of trauma, um, losing his wife and daughter and then losing his um, his son much later. But Bo Biden recently, which of course is the reason why we know for a fact he didn't run in 2016, But there's something about him that people feel inherently connected to, like he's everyday Joe. Um, I remember folks talking about uh, when he was still in the the United States Senate, how he would ride the train from Delaware, like the regular coach car from Delaware on Amtrak talking to everybody. And people love that about him. Um, Some of my former bosses who adore him love the fact that even when President Obama was not responding to calls from the CBC, Joe Biden would. And so there are those types of personal connections that we just can't escape. For example, a second ago when we were talking about who we support or who do I lean the most towards, I told you that I have friends that work for Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. And those friends have been responsive to me. Those friends when, you know, I wanted to do these podcasts to interview presidential candidates reached out to me to do a podcast. That's a completely different kind of relationship. You feel like, man, I got your back like you have mine. That's the kind of relationships that Joe Biden has with the CBC. He was an associate member of the Congressional Black Caucus. Like all of these other things. When I met him, I met him from Mr. Clyburn at an event. And they're really friends, you know. So it's those kinds of connections. I think that, um, yeah, I mean, the reality of it is just like you were like ready to go to bat for Tim Scott. You don't agree with everything ideologically with Tim Scott, but that's your dude. Yes. But, I, don't, I don't understand that. But once again... I don't give a fuck about feeling good. 
I'm not. I want to do things about... that actually make us good. I know, and I'm so even when I talk about Tim think... Scott, Tim Scott is Tim Scott has pointed me in the direction of things that I know, yeah. will make our community better. Right, and they feel the same way about several other things. Probably not the crime bill with him, but several other things, several other experiences, even leading up through the Obama years. I would not hold the crime bill against him. If, if he said, I apologize, I agree it was that. a mistake. I agree with I that. I want to spend the, the last seven years of my life, however much longer he got left, yeah. you know, fixing that. Yeah. That's the thing I give Bloomberg. Bloomberg has admitted it's a mistake. Now, no, but he admitted it was a mistake. After, like, they have been begging him to apologize for years. He apologized after he announced he was running. That is very that true. That is trash. That is trash, but guess what? He still did it. That is something Joe Biden has That's yet true. to even do at, when he's running. You know why? Because he know y'all niggas love him. He Who knows. is y'all? <laughs> this, is, this is why me and you fight. Who is y'all? Okay, not y'all. And meaning you. And, and I'm just, my thing but is But y'all, like, that's at the polls right now, casting your Biden votes. Yeah, my thing is that um, I don't know, you know, like I believe that Joe Biden is a decent person. I don't know what I think about Bernie in that regard. Talk to me about that because you, you 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 schooled me to something yesterday I didn't know. Uh, um, I just got to be honest with you. First of all, like how Flavor Flav get fired for this? Like <laughs> this is that was whack. That is so whack. And why doesn't Bernie get called on pandering? Bernie can have a boombox with Trader Truth talking about he walking around the hood with it. <laughs> Bernie can have his his picture with Public Enemy logo in it, and nobody says Bernie's pandering. But let 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 Kamala Harris do that. Yeah. Let Cory Booker agree do with that. that. Let any let let Hillary or somebody do that. Oh my God, Panda, 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 y'all be killing them. No, stop saying y'all. I'm talking to these niggas that's okay, listening. Whatever. Anyway, the point that I the, the point that I want to raise is like, I just take issue with the fact. Let me let me say this first. Let me just tell it all. I got an email. Um, I was on air with Cornell West, asked about what black women Bernie Sanders has paved the way for on air. And right after I asked that question, I got an email from the woman who runs his um communications, um, Brianna who said that he was no longer available to do my podcast. Mm -hmm. Just because I asked the question, right? Like, maybe she would say that, oh, oh wow. he, he was, maybe maybe she would say, oh, no, I didn't even know that you just had that segment with Cornell West. I had no idea. But right after that, he was no longer available. My other issue is, um, I think that's trash, by the way. But my other issue is, Bernie Sanders served several terms in the House of Representatives with members who are my former bosses, the Congressional Black Caucus members. Mm -hmm. They say that Bernie Sanders didn't hardly speak to them, let alone vote for a CBC alternative budget, which is very much in alignment with his interests and his priorities um, from a budgetary perspective that, you know, based on the policy prescriptions that he's pushed forth. And then um, he wasn't in alignment with them on a lot of things, including the 94 crime bill, which he voted for as mm -hmm. well. Which he so, says he voted for because there was a billionaire that stopped uh, what it was violence against women or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was Joe Biden's bill. I'm gonna tell you the reason I don't agree with that answer. I don't agree with that answer is because you know how many black women, you know, were were, were ruined because of the '94 crime bill. You know how many wives lost their husbands, how many daughters yeah. lost their fathers, how many women, yeah. black women went to jail under the 94 crime bill. So to me, that was just he, to me, when you saying you're looking out for women and you know, you don't want violence against women. You're really talking about white women. Well, here's the thing I'll tell you too. And this is hard, like I, not to defend the crime bill. Cause again, I don't agree with the mo most of it, 
But the assault weapons ban portion that was in it and the Violence Against Women um, Act portion that was in it, I do agree with. And what happens um, on the Hill, having worked there, is there are a number of times where in order to get something moving, you have to attach it to a less comfortable vehicle. Yeah, but who gets sacrificed? I know. I Niggas. Know, I know. Black people. That is my point. Why are we so easy to be that sacrificed? That is my point. The problem I do have is that more often than not, we're the sacrificial That's right. lamb. And that is not okay. That's right. So when people say to me, and I know Bernie, that, that makes it even worse. Yeah. The fact that Bernie protested against it and said how wrong it was. You knew that. Still was cool making the sacrifice. Well, and he might say, I hope he would say that he was not aware of what type of consequences would be in store for black folks. You know, he didn't know. Like, I hope he would at least say that. There are a number of CBC members, for example, that say they voted for it then, but they had no idea how bad it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the only other thing I'll say is. Um, Tell me what policies Bernie has. Is there any policies, yeah. anything on the table that you like that yeah. you see? Yeah, what, the, I like the um, student the loan student debt. debt. Yeah, yeah, student loan debt is a big one. Um, Medicare for all, some iteration of a healthcare system that makes it a right for people um, and affordable for people, and is not about keeping health insurance companies in business. Um, Legal- just because. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna say? I said the legalization of marijuana. Yeah, all of them support that. Yeah, but he wants to. I think you know, if I'm not mistaken, he wants to create like a, a opportunity for us to own our own dispensaries and things like that, and actually people that were victims of the war on drugs to be able to actually make money off it. Yeah, I haven't seen the portion about the dispensaries. I could ask Killer Mike. I'll call my lifeline. Yeah, listen, Mike. if it wasn't for Killer Mike and Senator Nina Turner, yeah. I would not be checking for Bernie yeah. Sanders at all. Because my only mentality with people like Bernie is when we say we love these people, I need to know why. Don't tell me he marched with Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. I don't care about that. I will tell you that um, Nina being there and um, Killer Mike being there has has like always been the reason why I would give him a Absolutely. second Absolutely. I do have take issue with the fact that he still... Um, not getting a ton of support. And he can write it off as um, Democratic establishment. But I think there are some people who I <clears throat> really trust with my life on the on the Hill, on Capitol Hill, who don't support him and have some real issues, not just with the policies he's pushing, but the way that he shows up as a person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's important. Um, I don't know how many black people in senior leadership Bernie has on his campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. So I'm like, how are you going to do for me what you won't even do on your campaign? Yeah, I heard he has a very diverse staff, though. Okay, who is the most senior-ranking black person? I don't know. Like, the fact that I'm telling you I engage with the senior black folks Mm -hmm. on every other campaign. I didn't know nobody on Amy's team. Mm -hmm. I didn't know nobody on, um, well, I I know people on Bernie's team, but they're, like, the face of it, like Nina and Mike and Sean, but I don't know any staff besides Brianna who pulled the plug on my interview. And that's yeah. the other thing. The black staffers in these campaigns that will work to sabotage <laughs> opportunities. Y'all still going to be black media. when all this shit is over, I yo. I mean, damn. You are, Y'all still going to be black. You still going to be. <laughs> and you still going to have to deal with us when all this shit is over. Y'all need to read Miseducation of the Negro. Yeah. Because that's just it. Like, at the end of the day, you don't ever burn a bridge you have to cross You got to cross again, especially a black bridge. We don't have many bridges. also, like, (laughs) that's not what the white folks on the campaigns do. They put each other on. Yeah. Anyway, I'm tired of it now. I've been bleeding about that for the last few weeks, I Uh, guess. I'm sorry. But, I mean, the whole point— You had to hear me talk about that on this and on the phone, huh? Yeah, but I'm cool with it because the only point uh, of this conversation I want people to have, you know, being at the day of Super Tuesday and you voting, the point of this conversation is— don't just fall in love with people for the sake of falling in yeah, love with people. That's fair. Don't fall in love with individuals. 
fall in love with ideas. What are your interests? What do you care about? I know what I care about. I care about the economic empowerment of black people. I care about mental health. These are things that I actually care about. Let so, me ask you this. Okay. Out of the two, well, no, and we that's the other thing. Shame on us, too. Mm -hmm. We're talking about this race like it's just two old white no, people. No, we talked about Warren. Warren. We talked saying, about Biden. We talked about Well, I was Bernie. ready to set up out of these two. Out of Warren, Sanders, and Biden. All of the things that you care about, knowing that some of their agendas may, or plans may have blind spots and have not included them, mm -hmm. who do you think is the most reasonable, the person you could get through to the easiest to put your stuff in, whatever their plans are? None of them. I would have to really? see, I, honestly, I would have to see their running mates. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, and, and, and I guess, I guess I'm gonna be, I guess Bernie in that situation because I know Senator Nina Turner, because I know Killer Mike, because I know they can get to him. But those three as individuals, no. See, and I've gone to Nina and Sean and Mike. Sean, Sean is another I one. I went to all of them, even just about the podcast thing and didn't get anywhere. So I'm saying, for me, based on my experience, mm -hmm. it's Warren first, Biden a distant second, and then um, Sanders a, different, a distant third from there. And it could just be solely on relationships. But that has been my experience so yeah. far. So I'm, that's where I'm likely to cast my vote. If Warren doesn't drop out before my primary, which is next Tuesday, mm -hmm. um, and I hope she doesn't, that's who I'm going to vote for. Let's talk Bloomberg. Uh, people swear oh, that I'm getting, they swear I'm getting a check from Bloomberg simply because yeah. I said I like his Greenwood initiative. But also, you know, it's too many black folks who are or have gotten checks from him. And as a result of receiving support from him, yeah. they all were like, caping for him that's a shame that I, when we on TV we have to say that I'm not one of the black people that Bloomberg's paying yeah like <laughs> okay. I'm not I, at all I think stopping frisk was a, a racist policy it was racist legislation but that's not all his minority contracting was abysmal in New York his um, position on redlining is ridiculous but we have to admit one thing what he's dumped the bag on black people whether it was uh, people's yeah. people's mayor campaigns, yeah. whether it was the Young Men's Initiatives for Black and uh, Brown Latinos, Andrew, supported Andrew, supported yeah. Stacey. Like, he has put his money where his mouth is. Also, kudos to Andrew and Stacey for not jumping out there on the Bloomberg train, even though he supported them. It's rumors that Stacey might be his VP pick. Whatever it is, but yeah. you didn't see her, like, with, with those little, uh, you know, the little graphics on social, like, yeah. Bloomberg's done so much for me. That's so why I'm supporting him. Well, that's the beauty of social media. Social media makes everybody... Hesitate a little bit, right? <laughs> like, no, there's a whole bunch of black folks that did it. Like, black yeah. leaders all over the country who were doing that. Because, they, listen, the guy has put his money where his mouth That's is. That's true. And he's, he a, he's, he's apologized. He said it was a mistake. And he said he wants to do things moving forward. Now, fuck all that, because I don't want to sound like I'm a Bloomberg surrogate. You all I'm simply saying is now. the Greenwood Initiative is what I like. 100,000. Uh, I thought you said it looked like, uh, what you call? What? Um, somebody else's. Senator Harris. They yeah. said Senator Harris's plan. Yeah. Yes, they say he took Senator Harris's. Did he pay plan. her? For that? <laughs> no, he, I, since he's throwing money out and hey, he, man. and he plagiarizing, he needs to give her some money. For I that. would hope that all the candidates steal all the best ideas from other candidates. That's real. That's what I would but really can hope. You at least give credit though. Like that's like yeah. Uh, cultural was it cultural po political appropriation? She Senator Harris isn't using it right now. You don't know what okay. she's doing. She could introduce legislation that's in alignment with what was in her plan, and she pro and she already has actually if, if, before she was running. If one of them, well, let me say this real quick: the yeah. Greenwood Initiative. The only reason I like it because he wants to create a hundred thousand new uh, small black-owned businesses. He wants to have create a million new black homeowners, and he wants to put seventy billion dollars in the most poor and disenfranchised communities. Okay, now, a lot of people will say, "I don't know. He'll he'll never do that." How do you know Bernie will fucking erase student loan debt? 
You we don't know, know none of this. You know what I'm saying? That's they all right. selling us but dreams. Just, you like the fact that that's his intent. And it's it's an economic here's empowerment here's plan for Black America. Challenge, um, creating. We're already the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs. At least Black women are mm-hmm. right. Creating more Black business owners who have one employee that are averaging about $70,000 a year in annual revenue is not sufficient. So what what are you going to do to ensure that these business owners have access to capital to sustain their businesses? They can't go get a small loan from their father of a million dollars like Donald Trump did. In his plan, he talks about all that, how they they need to address the issues with the banking and all that, the loans and all that. Yeah. Or even asset management and pension funds, which again, wasn't as great under him under his tenure as um, mayor. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, the very same things that people held Mayor Pete to account for, for small little South Bend, they're not holding Bloomberg accountable for in New York. And they're not holding Biden for either across the country with the goddamn 94 crime bill. I think Our the people, Bernie for I the vote. people are. No way. People are holding him accountable. No way. Yes, it, that's, it keeps coming up. Listen, it's come up in almost every debate. We've seen Bloomberg in how many debates? Two. One. Two. What was the second one? He was in... Uh, yeah, he's so little, I didn't see him. Yeah, he was in was two. Because he he, the first one was terrible, then it was the second one. It was the bounce back. He did two so far. But my point is, you've heard you about the stop it, and frisk over right. and over and over. They barely hit Joe about the 94 crime bill. And when they did hit him in the last debate, he straight up lied. You, 94 crime bill started mass incarceration. That's a lie. No, it didn't. I'm like, God damn. And ain't nobody well, gonna hold him accountable? Well, I think that in several other debates they did. I don't know why that happened. That is true that happened. But I don't know why that happened. Um, but debates, articles, interviews, he's been held to account for that. I just don't think that the voters necessarily have been holding him to account for that. And maybe they're like, oh, well, his tenure with Obama made up for it. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Because no. they reduced some of the crack cocaine disparities that existed from the crime bill under that administration. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But yeah, it's troubling. And I do think that for someone who was that tied to that particular issue, he should absolutely have a very clear, laid out black agenda that yes. includes reparations, not just for slavery, but for folks who were adversely yes. impacted by the crime bill. And I agree with that. And out of all of those people you just named, their running mates are very important to me. I really feel yeah. like when you're an old white man, uh, I feel I really feel this way. I feel the first person who picks a black woman or woman of color as their running mate. That's who's going to win the nomination. I truly believe that. Whether it's Biden, Bernie, or Bloomberg. Who, if, who would you... So if any of them... Let's say that Biden... No, let's say that Bloomberg picked Stacey Abrams. You voting for Bloomberg? It depends. I got to see who what everybody else does. And I know people think that's tokenism, but it's not tokenism. No, but I'm saying... I think let's Bloom- say, for example, everybody else picked white people. I'm giving you scenarios. Bloomberg picked Stacey Abrams. You voting for Bloomberg? Y- yes. Because Bloomberg... I like I already like his black agenda. Mm-hmm. And now he got a black woman as a VP. Let's say that Stacey Abrams, who's more than qualified, by yeah, the way, because I don't, I don't, I don't want people to think this is tokenism. No, He's like, no, no, oh, no. he's born a black. No, she should have ran for president. Because it's only three women on my name that I think should. Okay, be in hold that on. Position. The next one, Bernie Sanders picks Nina Turner. You vote for him? Woo! Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> yes, indeed. You, that's the country. Yes, indeed. Salute to Nina Turner. Um, and Joe Biden picks Kamala Harris. You vote for him? Yes. Yeah, I agree with all those. Yes. Yeah. And, and and that's because all three of those women are overqualified for their positions. Yeah. And people got to shut the fuck up when they talk about Senator Harris and her record as a prosecutor. I know for a fact that's something that she wants to make amends for. But guess what? Y'all she ain't was making amends for in the Senate. It's she, so stressful. She was. But also, y'all ain't give Amy Klobuchar no smoke. First of all, I am so <laughs> done with that. 
Like, not only is it her prosecutorial record, she was voting for Trump judicial picks even this year mm-hmm. in the Senate. Mm-hmm. How do you justify that? Mm-hmm. Good night, sis. Mm-hmm. I can't. I was over Amy. And then the fact that she could stay in longer than Kamala. It was disgusting. We got to go? Is that what you Yes. Want? No, I'm saying you, you, I know you had to leave. What else do we have? We need like a. I mean, I think that's all it was. I just wanted to, you know, jump on for Super Tuesday. And I know that, you know, next week people will be voting as well. I know people will probably hear this because the polls are open until seven o'clock. Um, we can just throw this out. And I just want to see if we can help people figure out who it is to vote for. But me personally, I'm just telling everybody out there, vote your interests. Vote for ideas, you know not I individuals. Did I did it again. What? I erased Elizabeth Warren in the podcast. I gave you three black women for candidates, Bloomberg, Sanders, and Biden. But you know who I didn't ask you about? Warren. So who would you want for Elizabeth? Warren, what if Warren picked Ayanna Presley? Wow. <laughs> right. Wow. Or she could pick Castro. Or what if she picked wow. Andrew? Nah. I, I, listen, I love Andrew I love and I love Castro, but do you black? Oh, you yo, did, did, black see, yo, if all four of them had black women VPs, that would be tough. Yeah, and, now, and, I, I and, and the ones, the I ones you named, ooh, yeah, Elizabeth and Ayanna Presley. Because yeah. Ayanna got ooh. out there for Elizabeth Warren early. I think the only thing that could potentially work against them is they're both in Massachusetts. You know, yeah. so from a geographic diversity standpoint. Um, Elizabeth Warren has a case to be made for going after Florida. So getting Andrew, if she, you know, if she were, you know, thinking like that right now would help her because Bernie has lost Florida. Yeah. 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 With the, with the communism. And, and that would be good for Democrats, man. Cause let's be f- for real after Barack Obama, the Democrats are supposed to get younger, yeah. blacker, yeah. browner, more diverse when it comes to the, the gender. Yeah. We haven't seen that at all. Well, it started off that way. I think, but how I we think, down to these old raisins? Yeah, I don't know. And why stop calling these people raisins? That's so disrespectful. <laughs> Vanilla covered raisins. That's anyway, what they are. <laughs> you know what? The, the other thing that I think is important, and I know we don't have a lot of time to talk about it, but like, we should be okay with not talking about party people, and it being okay for folks to just vote in a particular party, right? Like. I vote Democratic, but I don't necessarily identify as a Democrat. I don't. Do you know what I mean? I only register as a Democrat because I want to vote in local elections. That's it. But yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm not a Democrat. I don't know. But I vote Democratic. I'm a progressive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm going to vote my interests. And I'm not part of the establishment. That's not a desire that I have. I'm only voting for interests and ideas from here on out. I promise yeah. you. It could be on the red side or the blue side. Who Democrat. has the best You're ideas? Get me on that. And who has our best interests at heart? Not Tim Scott. Tim's a good guy, man. This podcast should be called Not Tim Scott. <laughs> Not Tim Scott. Why are you doing I, that to Timmy? Because I can't believe that you're... I'm going to send you all the stuff that he supported <laughs> that flies in the face of your interests. I'm interested in economics. I know, but that Not emotions. Only, no, no, no. But I think that we can balance our economic interests with social justice. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I, I I hear what you're saying, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I care as much anymore about trying to make these white people not be racist. White supremacy is going to always exist. White supremacy um, is going to exist as long as we allow it to. And I think we have to combat oppression and call it what it is. It's yeah. not going to disappear because our economics are better. That's why you tell racist bigots to suck your dick. Okay. Fuck All you. Right. And if you got to put hands on them, on sometimes note, you got to put some hands on them, Angela Rye. And on that note. <laughs>
I don't know what just happened. Are you okay? Do you want to end? Do you want to end with a? Would you like to end with a with a um, <sighs> devotional? Do you have a devotional moment? I do actually. You do? I do. What did you read? Because I need one today. I do have a devotional. Hold on. Oh, you mean like a devotional? I had I had I had a quote that I've been riding okay, with read the, read the quote. all day long. This is a quote that I've been riding with. I want everybody to feel like this, right? Okay. And this is a good quote because even when we're talking about people that are part of parties, whether you're red or whether you're blue, right? Mm -hmm. Don't really is going for the blue more than anybody. Yeah. Don't let your loyalty become slavery. If they don't appreciate what you bring to the table, let them eat alone. I just want to stop you throwing slavery around here. Let me find something else for you. One of my friends this morning sent me a message that said, um, hold on. Maybe everything, everything is in divine order already. Hello? Maybe Stop everything is in divine order already. Maybe everything is in divine order already. Yes. And to me, that's hard for me because, you know, I don't like the current state of our condition. You said a long time, and I think I've resisted it a lot, that maybe this season that we're in politically is designed to help black folks actually unify um, behind some things. That's but I, I hope that we will take it as just that. I don't see us moving towards that right now. Yeah, but I don't think that we should get in the way of anything that the universe possibly has planned for America or the world. Because guess what? Rome had to fall too in order for the new renaissance to come. Yeah. So maybe that's just where we are. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't see a path to beating Trump. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to yeah. vote. But I don't see it. I don't see it because of Russian interference. I don't see it because of voter suppression. I don't yeah. see it because of voter we depression. Didn't talk about voter suppression, or if we were supposed to talk about that too. If you, we, we got, you got time. No, I don't. All right, I well, didn't go to my speech. Well, we next have time we have a part two. We definitely will. We just wanted to come maybe back for we everybody. Can, maybe we could do like fifteen minutes tomorrow after breakfast club. We can. Yeah. I'm with, oh yeah, can we can talk about what happened afterwards? Yeah. Okay. But we have Boom. to hurry. We have to hurry up tomorrow. Too, We're putting this out right now. No, I mean tomorrow we have to. I have to get on a plane. You gonna wear that dumbass hazmat suit you had on? Absolutely. What's wrong with you dressing like you work at the nuclear plant at the Simpsons? I need in the a Simpsons. mask. I need gloves, and I need that suit. And you know what? I felt safe. You have anxiety. I feel like you should appreciate this. I have anxiety, but I let go and I let God in certain situations. Well, I'm not getting the coronavirus. I don't want the coronavirus, the Heineken virus. But I will tell you this. That's that shit, this is just the latest scare campaign. Because what happened to SARS? What happened to bird flu? They what happened to swine what flu? Happened? What happened to Ebola? SARS plus Ebola. Zeke. Plus swine flu plus bird flu all combined to equal coronavirus. Have you read about the coronavirus? Yes. They literally said that when you get the coronavirus, you don't even have to necessarily go to a doctor. They said you, you can treat it like a common cold or the flu. And they said everybody that's died of it no, here who, in America. Who is they? It was on USA Today. They said everybody that's died of it here in America piece. were old and already had previous medical conditions. That's all I'm Naj, saying. I'm coming down now because Lenard is talking about the coronavirus could be treated at home. I'm coming down right now. Thank you. Let him lie to me today. Sibling Rivalry yeah. Podcast. Peace. Bye.